All right, welcome back, pool fans from coast to coast. You are listening to American Billiard Radio. My name is Mr. Bond. I'll be your host once again this week. It is December 21st, 2017. And today's show is brought to you in part by Q Sports International, creating more choices for more players. And you know Christmas is just right around the corner. Hope you guys all got your shopping done. <laughs> uh, it's, it's getting hectic out in the stores now, you know. So uh, from all of us at American Billiard Radio to all of you, our listeners and friends out there, hope you guys all have a very Merry Christmas. And please be safe. Have a happy, safe holiday, okay? And we'll uh, obviously we'll have a lot of fun in 2018. Uh, today's show, we got a great uh, uh, interview lined up for you. We're going to be talking to Mr. Ted Karen, who works for the Brunswick Corporation. He's an engineer and a designer for them for the last 20 years. And uh, Brunswick is just about to come out with a new table, the, Gro- the Gold Crown 6. Uh, this will be the sixth version, obviously, of it uh, since 19, what is it, 61, I think, or 62, when they brought the first one out. So uh, Ted's going to tell us all about the new table and... Uh, We've got some listener-submitted questions that we're going to go over, so uh, you guys are want to stick around for that for sure. So uh, Merry Christmas to all, and we'll be right back with Mr. Ted Karen. All right, welcome back, everybody, and I'm on the line with Mr. Ted Karen. He's the uh, engineering and design manager at Brunswick. How are you doing today, Ted? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. How are you? I'm doing okay. It's uh, it's not snowing or raining at the moment, so we're we're pretty happy about that. Well, living in the Midwest, that is a good thing. <laughs> yes, it is. So, uh, how long have you worked for Brunswick? A little over twenty years. A little over twenty years. Okay, so you've been around uh, for probably the release of the last Gold Crown table, then. Uh, I came in right at the, uh, just prior to the release of Gold Crown 4. Okay, there you go. So I was definitely here for 5 and now for 6. And for 6 too. So, well, let's get right to it. I guess the reason why we're having this call is because uh, apparently Brunswick is about to release the Gold Crown 6. Is that correct? Correct. We're looking for at this time February. Okay, very good, very good. Just missed the Christmas season, darn it. <laughs> that's too bad. That's Can't right. win them all, right? Right. Well, and so let's catch up the listeners a little bit. Uh, now, this uh, design, the process has been going on for a while. Um, and I guess, was it 2013 or 14 when Brunswick had a design contest? Is that right? Yeah, the contest was in 2014. Right. And uh, we did a little bit of preliminary work on it in 14 and and started the real development in 15 and through 16. Gotcha. And again in this into 17 it's it's been a work in progress but mm-hmm. it's it's one of many projects we're working on. Sure, sure. And uh, we actually did an interview with Colin the winner the winner of the uh, uh design contest Colin Turi. So the new Gold Crown 6 is basically the design is based on his winning uh, submission. His winning concept. Yeah. Right, his winning concept. And so uh, so then 
clearly there's going to be some design changes because that's you know kind of obvious. Um, let me ask you. Uh, uh, let's start with the in the beginning. I should say uh, with with the basics. Um, is there any specs as far as uh, um, the standard size of the playing field or the pockets that are going to deviate from any of the other tables? No. Okay. So pretty much Player. standard is, you know. Right. We we always design every product, every billiard table we design, regardless of, of where it falls in our line, uh, is designed to BCA specifications. To the BCA specs, right. Exactly. So that means that the, that the regular over-the-counter gold crown is going to have uh, the pockets at the corners are going to be five inches or four and a half. BCA is corner five inches, side five and a half. Okay. And that's plus or minus eighth inch. Gotcha. Okay. And do the uh, is there a uh, what do you call it uh, a pro version of the table? No. Okay. We're, we're no longer in the undersized or nine foot or what some people refer to as oversized eight. Right. So there, are, there is no pro version. Okay, so there's just a four and a half by nine is, is going to be the standard Correct. there. Okay. And is there a, like a, a, a special edition version of the table? There uh, will be a tournament edition. Tournament, that's what yeah, I was looking we've for. we've done in the past. Okay, tournament edition. So there will be an actual tournament edition. Good. And that Correct. one uh, will have tournament specs on the pockets, I would I would expect. That That is, the pockets will be to WPA specifications. Gotcha, okay. And okay. specifically, the corner then is 4 9 sixteenths, and the side 5 and 1 sixteenth, and the tolerance on that is plus or minus 1 sixteenth. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, very good. Now, is there... Um, any change in, uh, for example, the slate? No, same slate. Okay, it's going to be the same slate. Uh, any change in the leveling system? Uh, we did uh, remove the levelers, side levelers, end levelers, uh, the adjustable levelers in the base frame. Okay. Uh, we only are uh, including those in the slate supports, uh, the joint supports. Okay, okay, very good. Um, let's see. Is there anything underneath in the frame that's going to be any significantly different than what was before? The frame is different. It is, it is still basic, oversi uh, same outer size, but we, we did uh, remove some material from the, the top cap. Uh, just to get some material out of it okay. and a little bit of weight. Okay. And let's see. Uh, do we have options for the rail surfaces? Three. Uh, current mahogany, current matte black, and we've added what we call uh, skyline walnut. Okay. Okay. There you go. And I noticed that, uh, that from the pictures I've seen, it looks like the rails... Uh, I, I don't know if the words flare out. They kind of bow out around the outside. Is that is different than before? Well, one of the big deviations here from the first five designs of the gold crown is is the the envelope of the table is curved. There you go. So it cur it curves side to side. It curves end to end. Okay. Okay. In, in all models prior to that, were just 
straight, straight line. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Okay. Um, let me see. What else can I ask you here? Um, oh, I know that the I, I was reading a patent, uh, a Brunswick patent about the uh, what do you call that the the feet that had the the bearings in there. Did y'all ever end up using that foot? Uh, it's still active today. Okay, we, we use it. It's available. Uh, it's still usable and uh, on the Gold Crown Six. Okay, so it's it's a standard. Uh, offering that comes with the table so it just it it eases leveling once the whole table is set up if you need to adjust the the leveling a little bit you can easily turn the levelers in or out and then set the set screw (laughs) in place right without having to lift the table up which is fantastic right you know that's uh that's good stuff right there well let's see uh i know that the, the table looks a little bit different what other design changes is what are their major design changes are there well if you if you look at the table and excuse me you compare it to gold crown 1 through gold crown 5 the there's a considerable difference in the underneath of the table the the pedestal legs uh-huh. um the structure uh, on 1 through 5 uh they're kind of oval, uh, and they sit higher off the floor, and you see much more of the foot leveler, and it's kind of got kind of a lunar lander-like look to it. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> does. <laughs> if, if, you, if you think about it with the, the landing pads, etc. Yeah. And uh, Colin's design really, really did take us into a, a more modern look. Uh, a little bit more uh, compact, closer to the floor, streamlined, and, and added a, a element to the pedestals that what we call a wedge or a V-shape. Yeah. So it's it's a significant deviation from the first five designs. Mm-hmm. Yet when you look at it, you 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 know immediately it's still gold crown. Yeah, definitely. You can still tell that it's got the the same basic shape to it. Um, what is the metal that is? How is that metal surface treated? That is next behind the pockets. What is that? Uh, all all the castings, all the the pocket castings, the mm-hmm. decorative castings, the foot levelers are all zinc die cast. Okay. They're all they're all nickel plated, brushed, and then and top coated for longevity. Okay. Very good. Let's see, and the cushions are going to be Brunswick Super Speed cushions, I assume, then, right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh, let me see, what else can I ask you here? Uh, da, 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 da. Do you have an expected retail price? Same as to the Gold Crown 5. Okay. No, no difference. Okay, very good, very good. Um, what else do I want to ask you? Do we have... Um, uh, is the uh, the castings are they in, are they supposed to be level with the flush with the surface of the rail? No. Okay. They they are supposed to sit proud. We we designed for a sixteenth of an inch, but with variation in manufacturing, okay. it could go a little more. It could go a little less. Okay. 
And let's see. I want to go back to the, the, the leveling system for a second. You said that you guys removed levelers from the ends and you still have them underneath the... Explain that one more time. On, on the base frame, what we had were upside-down stove levelers, basically, appliance levelers. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they were used to, for finite adjustment to level slate. Okay. Uh, the majority of the feedback we've received from the field and, and installers and, and our sales reps and what they hear in the field is that most most don't use those levelers around the perimeter of the frame. Gosh. So we took so we took them out. If they're not if they're not being used, there's no sense in having them there. Right. But what we did here was that the levelers across the joint of the slate on the cross supports were being used. So we left those in. Now there was twenty two points. Was it twenty twenty two levelers yeah. at, at one time? Yeah, that's that sounds about right. Okay. I, I think we're down to eight. Okay, okay, there you go. And when we're talking about, you know, this should, table should normally have a two-piece slate, right? No, three-piece. Three-piece, okay, so it is a three-piece slate, very good. Right. Okay. And I know I know there was a question on whether it's dulled slate and, and all that. And, uh, that it was that uh, it was a question that was brought up, yes. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's not. Okay. And uh, uh, dulling slate causes more problems from a manufacturing standpoint than we care to deal with. Okay. So it's it's simply just not not the way of the world today. Well, um, if you don't mind, what kind of a problems does doweling cause? Uh, if there if there's inaccuracy from one piece to the mating piece in machining for the dowels. Yeah. And then you, and then you dowel them together. Gotcha. Now, now you've got a joint that will not flush out. Okay. And and you have no way of of resolving that in the field. Yeah. I mean, you could start grinding on the stone, but that <laughs> that it really just destroys the stone. So pretty much, yeah, it's, yeah. That's it's so better bad. to be able to float both pieces to obtain a flush joint. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. Well, somebody else asked, um, since Brunswick makes tables since 1845 and has pretty much nailed down the playability, do you ever reevaluate the playability um, as far as testing the table itself? Uh, do you check it to see if it you know, wiggles when you lean on it and stuff like that? It seems like a silly question, but uh, do, do you do extensive testing on these new designs? Uh, we do. Uh, we're constantly checking rebound of of our super speed rubber. So just to make sure that it's performing today as it has for many, many years, right. uh, regardless of where it's manufactured. And I know there were some speculation out there as to where where it's made. Uh, really doesn't matter. It's still our formula. Mm-hmm. So it's it's whoever makes it is making it to what we dictate, right? And, and so it, it playability from one manufacturer to another manufacturer shouldn't change. And we do it, test that regularly. Uh, the manufacturer 
test the rubber in the lab to make sure that we're we're meeting the requirements of the formula, and we test it here for uh, playability. Right. Then, as far as you know, any other testing that we do, we certainly test our structures to make sure they're safe. And we we do that in house. We also load test them to make sure that we're not exceeding BCA spec on deflection. And uh, occasionally things sneak by us, and then we have to fix them once they're in the field. But we sure. we try not to we try not to miss those things. Yeah, well, absolutely. Um, is there going to be an option for a ball return? There is. Okay, so we got drop pocket version. Or a ball return version. Uh, is the ball uh, return box going to be split top, left, right, or any of that stuff? Or is it just one? No, the design for this really didn't lend to that possibility. I can see that, um, yeah. Uh, because of the curvature of of the unit, the, the look of it, you have to kind of try to carry that through and maintain that in the receiver box as well. And the receiver box is the toughest part as far as aesthetics. You know, it's kind of an albatross out there on the end of the table. Yeah. And so not only that, but we've tried to put some other elements into it that make it function better and address some of the issues we've had in the past as far as the ball popping out of the box and things like that. Sure. So we were really able to split it as I know some people would like uh, for some of the games that are out there today. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if if there was if there's a way to do it then that's one thing. If it, if it messes with the design then obviously that's something else, but uh uh let me ask you, let's see, a score counter. Is there a score counter in the rail? Option for that at all? No, we've eliminated the score counters and rails. Okay. Oh man, years ago, and and yeah. we don't anticipate that coming back. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, let me check some more questions here. I'm gonna write through. Do 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 do. Um. Oh. Um. Uh, while I'm thinking about it, is there uh, different finish options for as far as the color that the table will be? Well, there's the 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 black, the mahogany, the skyline walnut with espresso body. Okay. Uh, but right now, the plan is that everything will be brushed nickel. Okay. Okay. As far as as far as all the metal components. Gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. And let's see here. Um, you know, this is a tough one because I, I, I can probably answer this for you, but I'm going to ask it anyway, just so that, uh, the listeners will appreciate it. Um, apparently it is claimed that some of the former, um, Golo crowns had issues with inconsistent pocket angles or, uh, the sizes were, uh, they'd put that symbol, the table and you'd have a variance in the pocket openings from one pocket to the next. Um, do you feel like that's a factory issue, or is that something where that's that that falls on the installer? Well, no. Once it's uh, you know, because of the castings, it's not really an adjustable 
thing in the field. Mm-hmm. So it's it's definitely a factory issue, and it comes down to quality control and making sure that each component is machined properly. Yeah. So that that that's a thing that we we continually addressing is 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 trying to maintain the proper quality coming out of the factory. Sure, sure, absolutely true. I mean that it can't be easy. I would expect to have so many different pieces you know, going out to so many different uh, uh, producers and then having them come back to you over here to assemble them, you know. Uh, it does make for a challenge. It's, it's yeah. not like when you, when you go to Honda or Toyota or Chevy or any of the, the car dealer lots and you, and you want to buy a car. Uh, they're not bringing all the parts to your home and assembling it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it comes out of the factory that way, and so that that is a definite challenge for us. Yeah, uh, we work hard at, at trying to be successful and 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 have everything go together properly and 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 look good when it's finished. And certainly, we want the playability there. Uh, yeah. The playability is the easier part. Uh, it's the the assembly and everything coming together correctly and properly is is the tougher part. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, one of the viewers is asking, um, I'd like to know what the three-letter abbreviation is on the rails and what does it have to do with the production? That is an identification code for us. Okay. That tells us when it was made and who made it. Okay. Okay. Very good. That makes sense. So if you were, well, it will identify months, it'll identify year, and it'll identify manufacturer. Okay. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. Well, let me see. Um, do you know the weight of the table? Is it more or less than the than the five? I do not at this time know exact assembled weight. Okay. Um, it's, it's very difficult for us to assemble one here and weigh it. We don't have a scale big enough. <laughs> so, so you know, we're 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 estimating when we yeah. um, give weights, and and oftentimes they're based on ship weights of all the components. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I I believe we're in the neighborhood of of very similar to the Gold Crown Five, but maybe even a little heavier. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, is there anything that I have missed? Uh, is there anything that you need to tell me that I haven't asked you about? <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm open to answering any questions there are, but I hadn't really formulated uh, anything as far as uh, yeah, um, you know, I, I needed to put out there. Yeah, I know, I got gotcha. you. It's okay. Um, where does the slate come from? We have two suppliers out of China and uh, out of Brazil. Okay. And it, so or does that mean that you got two suppliers that you use for different tables or you just have two suppliers overall and it, it could end up being one or the other and you don't know yet? Uh, yeah, it could be either. Okay. Um, they bo- both suppliers make the same size slates. Okay. Regardless, uh-huh. uh, it just depends on who who can meet w- what our demand is, and and who's got the right pricing. So, yeah, sure. Sure. volume for okay. each, neither can meet the volume demand on their own. 
Okay, that makes sense. So it, it, it's a, a case of you have to have more than one supplier simply because yeah. the demand's higher than they're able to, gotcha. to meet. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. In case one of them can't fulfill it, then you can go to the other one, and that's good. Correct. Uh, let's see here. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I think I might have covered all the basic questions that we needed to know, really, to be honest with you here. Yeah, there's uh, no questions on, you know, where this stuff is coming from, uh, any any of that kind of thing that I saw. Um, um, not... I, I guess that's one of the things is, is it, people probably don't realize, but when we say they're globally sourced, they're they're definitely globally sourced. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely uh, components of of every product that we do, Gold Crown Six or otherwise, uh, they've got components on them from all over the world. Yeah, very literally all over the world. That's it's very true. Well, and I I. You know, I'm going to make an assumption here and say that I'm sure that the reason why you do that is because uh, of the that's the best source for whatever part that is. Is that correct? You know, pretty pretty close anyway. Sure. I mean, it's it's we have we have our supplier partners and and depending on what it is that we're we're needing. Um, you know, for example, our cloth is, is mm. made in Mexico, uh, or balls, of course, most people know, come out of Belgium, right. simply because it's uh, the best manufacturer of, of phenolic balls in the world, I think everybody's pretty familiar with. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that kind of thing. It depends. There, It's, it's you know, it's... There's not a lot of manufacturers out there for some things. Yeah, this is also very true. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have much of a choice, you know. <laughs> That's true. Well, uh, let's see. Uh, let me ask you this. Is there any other surprises this year that we should expect from Brunswick as far as tables are concerned? Uh, well, considering we're, we're what, seven, eight days from... From the new Nine year, days from, yeah. uh, the new year, uh, probably no more surprises in huh. 2017. But well, in 2018, know, we always maybe. have stuff up our <laughs> sleeves. So okay, so I'm 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 sure there will be uh, new product next year that that you know people might appreciate. All right, so something something coming down the pipe. That sounds good. That's good. Well, there's all the pipe is always backloaded, so <laughs> there's always something in in the works. Now, whether or not it gets to market or not is is another question. Yes, but very true. We're very always true. working on something. Heck yeah, man! Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this opportunity to 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 teach. I get to teach you something today. Excellent. Um, did you know that there used to be two different Brunswick corporations. Sure. There was the John Brunswick Corporation and there was his stepbrother Emmanuel Brunswick had he had had a basically a rival business. Mhm. This would have been in the from the 1870s up until about the 1890s. And uh 
they were actually pretty bitter rivals. The two, the brothers were there and, uh, but it was this love hate thing. Uh, Emmanuel would, would work for his, for John and then he would make a little money and then he would go off on his own and then he would come back to John and then he would go off on his own. And so this, this kept repeating itself over and over again. And eventually Emmanuel moved to San Francisco and he was working the Western market. In uh, 1892, uh, Emmanuel made a trip back to Chicago because the uh, the big World's Fair was coming in 1893. And it, some of the newspaper stories said that he was coming back to set something up for the fair. And some of the newspaper articles said that he came back to San Francisco to ask for his old job back with, with the Brunswick boys. Either way... Uh, he was staying at the Palmer House Hilton. Uh, if you know downtown Chicago, you know about the Palmer House. But uh, he was staying at the Palmer House Hilton, and he was and he left the hotel to go walk down the the street to his favorite restaurant. And about a week ago, this month, it was December the 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 twelfth, I believe it was. He was crossing the street and got hit by a streetcar, and it killed him. Okay, well, I had not heard that story. <laughs> it's a, it's I swear it's the truth, man. It's the honest to God's truth. Uh, John Brunswick, the founder, original founder of the company, he had died a few years prior in uh, I think it was like eighteen eighty four or so, and uh, the rivalry was still going on. But then uh, Emmanuel got hit by a streetcar, and that pretty much ended it. And uh, the irony is that for as much for as uh, much of rivals as they were, the two guys, uh, the two brothers, when Emmanuel died, it was the Benzinger or Bensinger family that actually came to his defense and they demanded an investigation of the accident and they were trying to find the train car driver's fault and all this other kind of stuff. And and even though they had been rivals all that time, the, the Bensingers basically stepped up and uh, helped out the family with uh, dealing with that. So... Uh, December well, is the anniversary of that uh, awful event happening, actually. So, well, it almost sounds like the the event of uh, John Brunswick's passing as well. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, it you know it's when you've been in business 170 years, there's there's a there's a lot of those stories. And oh yeah, heck yeah. Uh, you can't help but be impressed with some of the the. The adventures that John Brunswick and family. Oh yes. Uh, oh yes. Went through whether it be through the Great Depression mm-hmm. or the various company names. Uh, oh yeah. I'm sitting here looking right now at the Brunswick Bulky Colander Company. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and so it, it's a, it's a really long history, and and oh, gosh, yeah. although we are the the little original company, uh, Brunswick today, is uh, you know completely different. Oh gosh, yeah. Than, than than what it would have been back in John Brunswick's day. Oh yeah, it's it's so, it's the exact opposite. Whereas back then, billiards was their primary operation, and they did they dabbled in a little bit of other stuff. Now it's you know you guys do so many other things other than pool tables. That like now the billiards is the smallest amount basically of what you guys do. Yeah, yeah, and and yet we have a very rich history and oh, absolutely, and a heck of a lot of legacy there. Yeah, um, and 
I know everybody that 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 comes to work here every day is real proud of that. So, well, that's good, and I, especially for me, anyway. If if I happen to work at the billiard or bowling division, that's that's where the history is. Really, that's that's the the uh, the core where Brunswick really started, and and the, and the two uh, sport if you will that they really revolutionized was bowling and, and pool more than anything else I mean this household yeah, name over, you know? over uh, you know many 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 years of of John Brunswick's tenure and those the Benzingers I'm not even sure how to say that I've heard but, it pronounced uh, so many different ways <laughs> uh, uh, you know just the stuff that whether they dabbled in it or not, John Brunswick was just uh, he was an entrepreneur, and he found a way to survive and mm-hmm. and, and earn a living and, and keep people working, and and that's what he did. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. you know, there's Victrolas out there, there's radios, there's bars and taverns. In fact, we have one here that came out of one in Chicago. Um, a beautiful piece of work. Oh yeah, uh, it's like artwork. And, uh, you know, through the Depression, manufacturing carriages, you know, things like that. Whatever it took. Yeah, whatever did. it took. They made tires. <laughs> they made toilet seats. They well, made, like, you know, that, you know that, that, that's all interesting good stuff because yeah. it's, it's, that, it's that, that venture into tires that, that gave us our, our current rubber, rubber formula. Yeah. Yeah, it's all happened for a reason, you know. (laughs) You know, one hand washes the other, so to speak. So his his venturing out into that uh, affected billiards. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. Yet today, yeah, I was saying all the way up to today. Even even their their uh, their um, ventures into the record company, uh, even that changed. You know the way that people did business, having to do with the proprietary recording uh, technology and things like that. There's just so many things that they dabbled in that have had such an impact over time that um, it's like somebody should write a book about it. Oh wait, they did. <laughs> they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, that's yeah, a, that's it's, a good uh, it's it's great, and and we've uh, we're, we're fortunate in that we have a lot of those artifacts around, and, and we, yeah, you know we're we're located in a Bristol, Wisconsin and and you know, rather small uh building, but we're gonna have our own little museum here. Yeah, that's good. And uh it's it's really neat to see some of the stuff over that hundred seventy years. Oh that, yeah. That's still around and you know, there's a lot of people out there probably listening to your program that have made a good living on, on Brunswick product that's you know, from the 1900s. Oh, absolutely. There's there is uh, there's antique table restoration guys. Uh, I, I mean, it's a very serious business. You know, even even collecting some of the old cues and stuff. They still they're still into the Brunswick stuff that way too. Right. So it's it's just a it's a great legacy to have. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, we, we don't even know all all of what was made and. It's it's unfortunate that uh, over the many many years in various locations, a lot of records were, were get lost. Were lost. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So true. it's it's uh, unfortunate that sometimes 
oftentimes we can't answer people's questions simply because we don't have accurate information at right. our fingertips to to do that. Yeah, that's why Joe Newell is so great because he he collects all that information for you. Have you yeah. had, have you met Joe? Many times. Okay, just met. Yeah, many, many I hope times. so. Yeah, I hope uh, so. That, now Joe is. A man that you could pick his brain for for days, hours, and day. yeah, days, yeah, weeks, seriously. and months, and still probably not be able to absorb all the knowledge that he has locked up. Yeah, no, that, that he that guy is uh, something else. All right, well, I mean, I think that we've covered just about everything that uh, we that we wanted to get to there. So I want to thank you profusely for taking the time to talk to us, Ted. Appreciate it. I have no problem at all. Happy to do it. Awesome. I, I wish uh, you and your uh, family and your co-workers uh, a Merry Christmas, and I hope that we get to talk to you again soon. Thank you. Same to you. Appreciate the time. All right. We'll join you guys next week right here on American Billiard Radio. Billiard Radio.